hear that? No. What? Recording of what? Uh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is one-on-one D&D with me, Tony, from Two Copper Pieces. Oh, one-on-one RPG. We've got a brand now. We've got to stick to it. Oh, oh no. <laughs> they won't know what to look for if you keep saying the wrong name. Right. This is one-on-one RPG with me, Boney, from Two uh, Copper Coins or something. Uh, I'm Elephant Bear, also known as Elliot, also known as Ichabod. I've also been thinking, I think Ichabod should have a surname to make him sound more like a real person and not like Cher. So, so what do you think it should be? Have you got one in mind? I've got. I've, I've just quickly grabbed uh, Ichabod Beaumont, ah. the famous tra- vampire hunter. Oh, I see. Did So did Ichabod um, think of this himself? Like he didn't, because he woke up not knowing a lot of stuff about himself. Mm. So did he suddenly remember he's called Beaumont or did he find out about the name Beaumont and think, I'm, I'm going to start calling myself Ichabod Beaumont? Or Yeah, I think it was definitely the latter. It's definitely a, a case of, I don't have a last name. That's weird. It's weird not to have a last name. Let's, let's call myself uh, something cool. Yeah, perhaps in some small talk in the back of the cart with mm-hmm. uh, Vlad, just kept asking him questions and Ichabod felt a bit awkward about it or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we know Vlad's surname, V Inhaler. <laughs> yeah. So maybe uh, when you said Ichabod Beaumont, Vlad was like, oh, yeah, the famous vampire hunter. Yes. Yes, I am a famous vampire hunter. Oh, you're the Vlad Beaumont. Oh, you're... <laughs> You're Vlad. I'm Ichabod. Oh, you're the Ichabod Beaumont. Uh, yes, but in another way, no. Oh, because I thought he died about 300 years ago. No, then that couldn't possibly be me. I'm I'm more recent. Hmm, the second coming. Yeah, could be. All right, anyway, this will have happened. This is, We haven't even started yet. What are we doing? <laughs> we haven't this done our small talk. banter Sorry, that people turn up for. Ichabod and Ichabod and Vlad. That that's not small talk. This is high fantasy when we're being Ichabod and Vlad. We've got to do small talk so people feel uh, re- like we're relatable and stuff. So, um, uh, I have um, a liking for dinner. Do you I like dinner? Dinner, dinner is ah. at least in my top three favorite meals of the day. Oh, we have so much in common. Um, All right. You last week you said that we had some weather, but boy howdy have we had some weather this week. Yeah, I think that's enough small talk though. Oh worry, skip back into the high fantasy. Yeah. Uh well before we do that, that that conversation will have happened at some point as you're trundling along, um before what uh we have arrived at now. But perhaps you could just tell our listeners a little bit about the funeral and Father Donovic decisions that were made and where you and your party are going now yeah um yes so anyway in, uh, the amount of time it takes me to tie my shoes i might add sorry oh no what a specific amount of time uh we arrived at the church we heard a human scream uh raced off to find out what it was it turned out it was Don- donovic's son doru who uh had been afflicted by the vampirism um tried to talk donovic into uh, letting us uh, put him out of his misery but donovic was like no i shall pray to the morning lord and it will all be okay um so um listen back to it uh, after last week and it, his response was not nearly as sarcastic as i heard it at the time so apologies for that tony um then uh found a mysterious carriage that clearly belongs to strad uh, we are now walking, uh, using it to get away from Strad, so I, I'm sure there will be no repercussions from that. As we're on our way out of, uh, of Barovia, not the 
not the domain, the little village. Um, we saw some ga empty gallows. Uh, then I turned around and there was actually a, a, purse, a, a corpse staring at me. This was after I had a dream about um, the Raven Queen instructing me that uh, I was to defeat Strahd. Uh, and to do that, I needed to find Madame Ava, who uh, apparently is a, a, a seer of some kind. How do you how do you feel about this uh, corpse staring at you? Uh, a bit creeped out, I'll be honest. Was it there when you got there, or it was not? It was completely empty gallows. Ooh, and um, who uh, who is with you in your party? Uh, I have Ismark and Irina driving the carriage, and I have Vlad and Ichabod in the uh, in the back seat, uh, and Queenie is obviously there as well. Nice. Uh, did you say much about Doru? I, perhaps I just drifted off while you're talking there. You were concentrating too much on your shoes. I was. I, I mentioned Doru and how he had been afflicted by vampirism, and Donovic has him sealed up in the basement of the church. I tried to talk Donovic into letting me slay him, but Donovic was against it, and now he was upset. Uh, with, with Ichabod, everyone else is, it seems to be rosy. Uh, everyone seems to be rosy, rosy and with, what with with Donovic. Uh, that they're rosy with him, yes, because uh, they've known each other for some time, and he trusts. He seems to trust them. Yeah, um, which makes uh, the fact that Ichabod the Stranger had to do the cover and talk to him about it all the more odd. But again, I don't mind. I'm the I'm the <laughs> protagonist of this tale. Well, I think that was Ichabod's decision as well uh, from listening back. But still, um, that is the adventure that we're on. Yeah. Uh, they did uh, have some suggestions or some ideas about perhaps like just getting their father buried and then killing Doru afterwards, but Ichabod wouldn't have that, I believe. That seemed to be a bit morally dubious to um, Ichabod, and he, he wasn't comfortable with it. Mm. He wants to be very upfront about his killings. Exactly. It's a good, good rule to live by, maybe. Okay, so as you find yourself staring at this corpse that has slowly spun around to look at you in a horrific visage um you notice staring back at you from this corpse are eyes that are white and pale uh, and deathly but then you also notice the rest of the physique um looks very similar to your own and as it continues to spin you see uh, a big gaping hole in its back uh it's not it's not like bleeding profusely or anything it's like long Long dead and dried and gruesome. So did the did the face of the the corpse look like mine? It slowly turns around again, like a big uh, kebab skewer <laughs> on a spit, <laughs> and uh, you see the face, and it looks yes, a lot like yours. Perhaps I whip you'd... out the drawing that Vlad drew me. I was like, wait a minute, uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. stop the carriage. <laughs> as you as they stop the carriage and you show them the drawing and then you point at your own face and then you point at the gallows they look over at the gallows and they look back at you and they look perplexed uh and then when you look back over the gallows they seem to be empty that is creepy mm. and then you hear the uh piercing howl of what you assume to be a wolf but could just as easily be a howling bee a howling well, bee? Not just as easily. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just as easily as overselling it a bit. God, but you don't know. What kind of homebrew monsters you bring into this campaign? I just, just want to keep you guessing. It might be a wolf or something else. We'll oh, see. Okay. But, but some sort of creature that howls, mm. um, it might remind you of a wolf. 
uh, but in any case, it is quite loud. Like it's quite close. Uh, can I see the uh, creature that might be a bee? Uh, you can't see it at this precise moment. Um, do you know it's coming from in front of you, along the road. In the uh, direction so we're going. Ahead of you, yeah. Would you like to turn around and go back, or would you like to head on towards this howling noise? Uh, I would like Queenie to uh, scout. I turn to my trusted raven, and I say, Queenie, fly high in the sky. Use your raven eyes and call the number of beasts in front of us, be they be or be they not be. She flies high in the sky and she uses her raven eyes. <laughs> and can you make a perception check on Queenie's behalf? She can have advantage. She's got such a good vantage point. Well, I was going to say she has advantage anyway from last uh, last week. Does she? Yeah, oh. you remember you gave it to me right at the end with a word you said. Oh, I don't know if, that, I don't know if Queenie gets that. Oh, what? Uh, but she has advantage without using that. Yeah, that's true. You can still, you can still just, hang on to that particular advantage. I just realised I, I was about to use my own stats and not Queenie's stats. Oh, nice. right, so there we go. Always looking for uh, a leg up. Yeah, indeed I am. Right, uh, perception uh, is fourteen. With her fourteen, she can. Uh, you hear her call. And she oh, dear. turns um, to your shoulder and she repeats the core in your ear just to be sure. Yes. Five. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, perhaps I could take two or three, but five. Um, Irina looks over her shoulder towards you, says, well, we need a bit of practice anyway. And she pulls out. Uh, I don't know. What does she have? Uh, is she uh, is she the the fighter of the group? I think so. Yeah. Uh you have a sword or axe or something? Uh, she um, she has an axe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she said she was wearing plate mount. She she wields a she wields a heavy heavy great axe. Nice. And then um, the other one's name is Mark. Is Mark <laughs> <laughs> pulls out? Has he got a crossbow or a longbow? He has a crossbow. No, no. So what am I talking about? He has a short bow. He has a short bow. Yes. Mm. He uh, he lifts up his short bow and says. We can we can send a message to the devil himself, uh, but in Ismark's voice he says it, and then uh, Vlad says, "Uh, uh, I'm I can do bandages afterwards." Vlad, take the reins. Okay, that's what my umbrella's for. <laughs> oh, Vlad, you keep me young. <laughs> All right, so you're racing towards these wolves in front of you, are you? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm just going to move you over to a map that uh, the listener will really benefit from. I'll, I'll use my words. Don't worry. Yeah, describe Ooh. what you can see and ro- then roll initiative. Oh, um, okay. Um, it is a forest road. Uh, to the left of me, there are trees. To the right of me, there is a cliff face with some narrow inlets. Uh, it looms large over me. What takes my attention most is the five slathering, snarling wolf beasts in front of me blocking the road be they be they just out for a hunt or are they there for a more nefarious purpose and the first critical role of the campaign goes <laughs> to tony for the wolves initiative thank you so much tony just what we needed goes to the wolves <laughs> i not, i don't get to enjoy this i want you to win <laughs> but the wolves uh, don't um, <laughs> They are standing there blocking the way, <laughs> blocking the way. 
No, I just hope made it. <laughs> what was? I, I rolled a twenty. Oh, nice. What a natural twenty. A natural twenty. And what's your? I got the, the second critical <laughs> campaign. <laughs> Curse you wolves! Now I really want you dead. What's your initiative? Uh, plus two. Oh, exactly. Well, you can go first then. Thank you very much. Right. Um, so you've got your. Uh, so you're going to be controlling uh, Irina and Ismark in this. So there's there initiative as well. Yeah. Well, uh, if yeah, yeah, you might as well. Should, do you want me to do a combined initiative or are they separate? Uh, I mean, just roll for one of them, maybe. It doesn't matter. You might as well roll for both. What's the difference? Hold <laughs> another twenty. <laughs> oh, natural. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! Can't stop now. No, that's it. Uh, Ismark, um, Ismark does not have. Uh, they're, <clears throat> they're not very um, dexterous or strong. They just have a uh, plus two. Okay. Uh, yeah. So same as you then. Mm. Oh no, that's their proficiency bonus. They don't have any bonus to. Sorry. No worries. They got a twenty. Right. And, I'm going to uh, drag their tokens on, but you don't need to use the don't use their stats. You've I got will just. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got I've got my own stats here. And for Queenie, can we make four critical 20s in a row? We cannot. Queenie just go on your initiative, I think. Oh, anyway. fair enough. Keep things simple then. Um, but yeah, so Ismark and Arena, uh, they will be... Uh, we'll be we're using the sidekick rules for them. So Arena is a fighter and Ismark is a... An expert. Expert, yeah. Uh, Vlad might get a stat block at some point, but I think we'll leave it as this for now. because I think if the longer he goes without a stat block, the less chance there is of him dying. So I, I'm happy with that. Certainly. All right, Queenie, uh, sorry, Irina and his mark both got 22 as well, did they? No, they got 20. Oh, they got 20. Okay, so that's fine. All right. Um, I've, I've not got a token for you, actually. So let me uh, just chuck you on there. Right, in any case, uh, so you are going to be up first. You... Um, Irina and Ismark were sitting in the driver's seat, but uh, Vlad will soon take over there, but that will be on their turn, I suppose. And what would you like to do? Um, I would like to grab uh, my water skin from my pack. Yeah, grab some skin. Absolutely. I leap out of the carriage and um, using a second level spell slot, uh, because those are the ones I have available to me, I whip the water around me and shout a blessing to the Raven Queen. The water clings to me like mag- a magical force, uh, covering me in my gear. I, gr- I gain some temporary hit points, and uh, if they if they hit me, bad stuff's going to happen. Yeah, when I get covered in water, that kind of clings to me as well. It's, yeah, it is very magical. Um, Indeed. This is very frosty cold water, though. Could you move your token to where you are? So let's say your token. I've put a token of a bearded bearded man. I will update your token later. But the audience no worries. do that anyway. But if you could put him somewhere so uh, I know where you are roughly. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. That is uh, Elliot counting the squares that Ichabod is moving everybody. And I've also stopped at five That's rather good. than six for some reason. I don't know why. Because it's good radio, a bit of tension. Oh, <laughs> All right. So you've rushed in front of them. You squirt a load of water everywhere, uh, which For myself. Yeah, it's now magical armor. Yes, you're casting the armor of Agathis, which yes. uh, for anyone that doesn't know, is a protective magical force uh, manifesting as a spectral frost that covers you and your gear, and you gain five temporary hit points. And if a creature hits you with a melee attack, something might happen. But it might be a surprise to some people, so see what happens. Mm. Are these wolves? And because I've done it at second level, I actually get 10 temporary hit points. It's the wolves' turn. 
and uh, they're going to, well, are they going to attack you with a melee attack, or are they just going to try and become friends? This one trots up to you meekly and uh, offers its paw. No, it doesn't. It runs up to you, <laughs> snarling, dripping, and then it tries to bite you, dripping from the mouth, that is. Guess an 11. Does that hit you? It's a miss. The other one also rushes up to you. I say the other one as if there's only two. <laughs> one of the other ones. Yes, a, a second one rushes up to you and um, feels a lot more uh, emboldened than the other one because he's next to his ally, and for some reason that makes him better at biting. Ooh. Gets a critical hit. Oh, you scum. Does 11 piercing damage, and you need to make a strength save or you might fall over. Uh, well, it... Uh, take, I'm glad I had my, uh, well, that's, that's it for my magical armor. Cause you did 11 points of damage. I was hoping that would last a bit longer. Thank you, Tony, <laughs> your critical hits. It takes five. Is it 10? It takes 10 points of damage. Oh, nice. And, uh, my strength is minus ones. Uh, so here we go. Uh, nine. So no, I'm prone. So yeah, you fall over, but I mean, they've already got pack tactics. So yeah, it doesn't really make any difference. Absolutely. Uh, but that wolf, though, that bit you and um, took all of that hit from the armor of Agathis, mm-hmm. it sort of grits its teeth and it just sort of winces. It's a bit like it's getting a brain freeze. And um, Good. Yeah. The, the remaining three all surround you since uh, you're the only one there. It's a 22, a 20, and a 22. What a shock. Yeah. No, more of a bite than a shock. So it's seven, nine, <laughs> seven. How do you sleep at night? It's 23. <laughs> I had 23 hit points remaining. Okay. So you're down. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, that was a good show, everyone. Uh, join us next week when we'll try a different campaign. All right. Arena. What's Arena going to do? I think she's going to sulk. Like her favorite man's dead. Sorry, <laughs> Mark. Um, she is going to race forward and attack. Uh, one, two. Oh, no, we must help the man that helped us bury our father, she says. Leaps forward, and she's going to attack the nearest one with her great axe. We'll see how great it is. Mm. She gets a dirty 20. That hits. Uh, that'll just give you control of the thing, but I assume it's going to go for one of the close-by ones. Yes, indeed. Nice. Right. Oh, I said it. Control for now. Perfect. 12. Mm. Folks. Eight points of damage. Oof. The wolf yelps in pain as it takes an axe to its body. Does she have a second attack? Uh, at this level, no, she does not. <laughs> What's Ismark going to do? Ismark is going to um, fire his short bow at the same one that uh, Irina attacked. Okay. He is going to get 13 to hit. That also hits. Nice. Good job. Good job, Ismark. It's going to be um, six points of damage. Nice. Ismark uh, will have noticed that um, when the first one took some damage and then the second one took some damage, they really seem to not like it very much and uh, yelp in pain and they don't seem as quite as vicious as the other three. Are you sure Ismark wants to focus on that one? Or Ismark might think about trying to scare the other ones off. Um, what do you think? It's your choice. I think Ismark is going to... No, Ismark's going to focus fire and in, in trying to just take one down. He's hoping if he can take one down, then that will spook the rest of them enough rather than one here and one there. All right. 
hopefully the wolves won't uh, think they have to make this attack worth it as one of their friends is dead. Um, all right. Anything else from his marks? He's staying where he is. Uh, yes, he's going to stay where he is. He's not would, a frontline guy. Would you like uh, Vlad to do anything, like throw something at them, or um, just you know lament? No. Uh, yeah. In fact, I want Vlad uh, to run forward and try and uh, stabilize me. I'm not sure he'd want to go right next to a wolf to stabilize. <laughs> oh, Vlad. He might right, then. the wolves are taken care of. No, uh, then no. Vlad's going to, he's just going to like make himself big and go, oh, go away, go away, wolves. <laughs> Is he going to pop open the umbrella to try? <laughs> yes, exactly. Fantastic. Nice. Uh, okay, then it is um, it is Ichabod with a death save, please. Death save, not a death yep. save. Yeah. You probably can't hear very well either while you're unconscious, but still. That's a three. Oh, it's a fail. Yeah. The wolves. Uh, it's the wolves' turn. The blue wolf is not actually blue. I just put a blue dot on it. The first wolf that you did some damage to is going to limp off with its tail between its legs. Uh, well, but I say limp off, but it's going to double move. So it's going to go as far as it can, about 60 mm-hmm. feet. Uh, this, uh, this wolf that was shot by... Oh, and it wasn't shot by anyone. That wolf's dead. Yep. The dead wolf. <laughs> the dead wolf is going to get up. No, it's not. The um, the wolf next to the dead wolf is going to... Hmm, let's see. I think just saw Ismark shoot it, but did also see Irina hit it. So, uh, yeah. Those two are going to go there and go toe-to-toe with Irina. So the first one will do its attack. Uh, Non-pack tactics. Probably going to hit... Uh, oh, apparently do no damage. Or is it? There we go. Uh, I think Arena is down. How many point? How many hit points does Arena have? Uh, uh, no, she she was doing okay. Her... She's just taken fifteen from these two bites as they sink their teeth. Into oh, they both attacked her. Sorry, I thought that was a, a yeah. misclick. All right, in that case, maybe she is then. Uh, what was the set? She had eighteen armor class. Did that not? Oh yeah, no, she got. They got twenty-two and twenty-three. Oh, you you just you're the worst. You're absolutely the worst. Not me. It's the wolves. They're really good at biting. Yeah. Is she up? Where's she down? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still I'm quickly trying to find it. No worries. The next one's going to go for Ismark, <laughs> so you can get that ready. Okay, we'll do. Yeah, no, she's down. Arena's down. Yeah. Uh, and then this other wolf going to come running up to Ismark and uh, attempt to bite him and gets a critical hit. <laughs> oh, Absolutely the worst. Yeah, it does five piercing damage. and he's, oh, he's still up. Uh, he's- Make oh, no, that, oh yeah he rolled a two and a one on his damage where was that attack blooming damage when you were attacking blooming ichabod in the first place well this one was the one that missed you this is the rubbish one yeah it is rubbish wolf yeah okay yeah so has he made a strength save oh yeah i forgot he had to make a strength save uh, he is prone he tumbles off of the cart and falls over as he uh yelps <laughs> for the bite like, and then it is uh Arena's uh, Arena's death save, and then Ichabod's go. Not Ichabod, uh, Ismark's go. Uh, she succeeds, okay. and then Ichabod, uh, not Ichabod, Ismark will use half his movement to stand up, uh, drop his uh, short bow and draw his short sword. And he shall have at this, um, this beast, and he will get a 17. Okie dokie. Uh, 17 hits. Good, good. He is... Six points of damage again. He is uh, consistent. I'll give him that. Does he only get the one attack still? Yes, yes. What level is he? They're all level three. 
Oh, okay. What level are you? Level three. Okay. I thought I, you were It's good level that you're three. asking me that now after the fight. I just rolled a random encounter. It was... <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, uh, I'll let you know, I did actually make it half as easy as... Um, uh, half as hard as it was going to be. Oh, blimey. Thank you, at least for that, then. Hidden wolves on the GM layer here that aren't going to be making... <laughs> <laughs> to break the break the um Immersion. sorry but uh yeah then it is ichabod's go let's make a death save nine another fail <laughs> i'm gonna die all right then it is the wolves turn uh the remaining wolves <laughs> smelling blood and, and victory uh, the one that was hurt by the short sword limp off like the other two did well he, he's not bloodied <laughs> Oh, is that was that the the mark? Was it? Well, maybe we'll see. We'll see what the other two do. <laughs> the first one doesn't get um, advantage. Well, the, it does because he's base to base. <laughs> oh yeah, the other one was already there. There's a seventeen and a four. Both of those hit, yeah. Only the one, yeah. What? Do you say both of them hit? Sorry. Both of them hit, yeah. All right. In that case, it's a ten and a and a six. Yeah, yeah, it is marked down. Nice. All right. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Vlad isn't getting out of this carriage to save you. No, I don't blame him. Yes. Um, and uh, you... Should we pause the recording there and start the session again? <laughs> no, no, we won't start the session again. Um, no, I'm joking, Tony. <laughs> but only if you'd said no. If you'd said, yeah, let's do that, I was being serious. <laughs> no worries. Uh, yeah, you roll over uh, in your like last moments you look and you see arena lying there on the ground and you see Ismark surrounded by wolves and uh you see these black uh silhouetted figures approaching from beyond uh the carriageway as well and uh also as you look up into the sky you see these uh black flapping figures um swirling around and uh in a sort of vortex towards you and uh, despite your clear failure, <laughs> you feel that the Raven Queen... They've is... had like three critical hits on me. We're level three characters, Tony. Yeah, 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 whatever. Let <laughs> me describe uh, your death, and then we can move on to uh, Ichabod's son coming for revenge or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, despite, despite the failure, you feel the, uh, the embrace of the Raven Queen coming for you. Mm. And... Uh, Although there might be a bit of resistance at first, you uh, you you grow to accept it quite quickly as your as everything turns to blackness. And uh, yeah, that's the end of the series, everybody. <laughs> three and a half sessions in, uh, three and a half episodes in, never got first to combat. Yep, yeah, didn't make it to Madam Eva. Saw yep. a lot of ominous premonitions, yep. like uh, dead bodies that look like you when you first came in, and then yep. hang from something. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> If only you'd use that inspiration on one of your one of your saves or something. I don't know if that would have made a difference. To be fair, wouldn't have made a difference. It might have done. You never know. Good. All right. Well, how was how was that for you? Uh, well, it's good, I guess. I'm glad we get to see that it's not always a happy ending. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I would. Do, <laughs> we're doing the after the after report now, are we? Um, did you move 110%? You know, uh, the, just the other team just uh, ran, had the run of the field today, and uh, you know, we just got to pick ourselves up just as I was off. Um, yeah, I mean, um, uh, a couple of unlucky uh, criticals, um, and then um, 
yeah, some well uh, well rolls uh, by the wolves left me in a bad place. I, I thought I thought my armor of Agathis would uh, at least take t- the brunt of two attacks. Um, uh, was 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 my plan, uh, but uh, unfortunately it was not to be. And uh, my allies, whilst uh, valiant, uh, were also uh, quickly out out Matt. Should have should have just stayed on the cart and run. Ah well. Um, as uh, as everything descended to black, uh, this seemed to last quite some time. Uh, but then you find your eyes opening again, and you look around you, and you get quite a different scene. Um, as you open your eyes, you look. Uh, you find yourself sleeping in a fairly comfortable bed. You look across. At, uh, you seem to be in a bunk bed, and you're on the bottom bunk. You can see a bunk above you, and to the uh, right of you, you can see. Uh, Irina sort of wrapped up in the bed as well her eyes are closed she's got a few bandages on her wrists and her uh, her arms and her legs and stuff like that possibly covering up the wolf bite marks you look at your own arms and legs and you find some bandages there as well and uh, yeah there's two pairs of bunk beds occupy this room you can also also see against the wall rest four identical foot lockers Uh, you can also see in this room it's the wooden flooring there's a door it's quite a simple looking room overall um but uh definitely a lot more comfortable than lying in the middle of a dirt road dead so that's something to be grateful for i uh, i sit up uh, under the creaky mattress and i inhale the straw not literally i mean the scent of and i i stand up and i have a look at the top bunks do i see vlad and isma there um you don't see vlad there but um when you sit up you feel uh, a bit of a stabbing pain in your um, in your midsection, probably in your abdomen, and uh, it still feels a bit tender from all the bites. Yeah, yeah, I know it would it would do as well. You're right. Um, I, you, I wince. <laughs> you don't see anyone in the bunk above Irina, but when you stand up, uh, there's a bit of a, a de- sort of a depression, a bulge from the bed above you, and you'll uh, stand up. You can see his mark there as well. Um, and then, as you look around the room. You see uh, a few toys scattered about. Uh, they seem to, one of them seems to resemble a child's wooden rocking horse, except it's uh, black with wild eyes and it has painted orange flames where its main tail and hooves should be. Okay. And uh, carved into the wooden nightmare is the name Bucephalus. And in small uh, lettering, the slogan underneath it says, is no fun, is no blinksy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Are we back at Mad Mary's house? <laughs> this is not Mad Mary's house. It's a lot cleaner. Yeah, um, and yeah you don't see things boarded up. Seems to be a lot better kept than Mad Mary's house. Uh, there's a bit of glow- candlelight glowing uh, around the room as well. Um, foot lockers uh, seem to contain uh, clothing and a few personal belongings, not your own, but some other people's personal belongings. You feel like you're in someone's spare room, basically. Yeah, or possibly uh, someone's actual room. Do that, that... I find my own clothes, or are they were they ripped to shreds by a fang claw? Uh, yeah, you find your own clothes, the ones that you're wearing, and your personal effects are in a bag at the end of the bed. Okay. Um, then the door opens with a creak, and uh, in walks uh, a, your first impression. You're quite taken aback. As you could swear, it's just the, the Raven Queen casually walking into the room. She's got jet black hair, uh, porcelain white skin, um, sort of uh, this beautiful black dress. Um, but then you realise it's not the Raven Queen. 
<laughs> just some it's a, a woman that looked uh, strikingly like her however and uh she says oh i see you're up it's nice nice to see that you're doing a lot better than when we found you where's uh my raven um oh yes uh queenie is it yes we're having a chat and um your uh queenie comes fluttering in through the door behind her and she sits on your shoulder she goes, and then um the woman laughs and nods yes you're right i'm immediately jealous of this uh yes thank you for your help um i'm glad you uh you escaped harm queenie where where are we so sorry um i should i should explain i am stefania um stefania martikov this is my family home um we uh we own a vineyard here in barovia and we supply the wines to all of the um well, to all of the towns of Barovia, if they're willing to purchase it. Uh, I live here with my husband, uh, Dag, Dag Tomescu, and uh, my brother, Elvir, and my father, Davian, and my brother, Adrian. That's, you've yes. thrown a lot of names at me. I'm still uh, quite woozy. I was recently mauled uh, to what I thought was death. Um, yes, it was very nearly, but we found you just in time. We scared away those wolves. They can be quite dangerous. The roads here can be quite dangerous as well. Just How generally. did you uh, know where we were? Sorry? How did you know where we were? Did Queenie signal you? Uh, yes. We, uh, we were alerted to your presence when we heard the core of the raven, the five cores. First, we Good heard girl. them from the sky. Pat Queenie on the chin. And then we traced them uh, to the caravan that you came rolling in on where's the caravan now mm. it's parked a little way out from our estate we don't we didn't want to bring it right up to the estate good it may be a cursed caravan you see it was it, that is 100 percent what it was it is 100 percent a cursed caravan well oh, this barovia is a dangerous place and that that wasn't even the night creatures that was just random wolves yes um, out of more out of practice than i thought Maybe too soon to be calling myself Ichabod Beaumont. <laughs> Who? Ichabod He's a Beaumont. famous vampire hunter. Oh, yes, Ichabod Beaumont from the famous plays. Precisely. Hmm. Yes, those uh, those old-fashioned comedy plays. Uh, what? Well, that's that's how my father told me anyway, and sometimes he would act them out for us when we were children. Ichabod Beaumont was always the butt of all of the jokes in the plays. Oh, no. He was... He was a swashbuckling hero, went around slaying vampires. I, oh. I chose that name because I couldn't remember mine. Well, uh, that's the version I know. Perhaps your version's slightly different. People in Barovia ruining everything. <laughs> um, yes. There was a, a fourth member of our party. Oh, yes, Vlad the Inhaler. Yes, quite the dashing man. <laughs> I like Vlad. I oh, don't get me wrong. But every NPC's sudden bill. <laughs> sudden hero worship of him. He's starting to get a bit tiresome, <laughs> a bit jealous. I'm not going to lie. Um, um, who who tended my wounds? I did. Well, I tended your wounds. I've been we've been taking it in turns to uh, nurse you all all three of you back to health. Um, and uh, Vlad's been telling me that you're on some sort of a quest to leave Barovia. I'm afraid that will be quite difficult as long as uh, as long as the devil controls these lands my quest and vlad's quest are slightly diverged at, at that point i see it's not uh, what i'm here for well 
Perhaps I can take you to the kitchen and dining room and you can meet the rest of the family and you can tell us a little bit more and perhaps there's a way we can help you. Before we leave, may I ask, uh, were there, was there any wounds, strange wounds upon me, not caused by the, the wolves? Uh, yes, there seemed to be a much older wound in your back. Can you describe it to me? Like a deep, uh, a deep cut or a gash, very deep, like something had been plunged into it, something sharp, almost like you've been stabbed in the back. I have seen this wound before. Yes, I imagine so. It's on your body. Well, no, I mean, yeah, no, you're right. That that was that was stupid thing to say. <laughs> it sounded better in my head. <laughs> Give me but a moment to get dressed, please, uh, Sifania, and I shall join you in the kitchen. Certainly. Uh, let me just tell you where it is. Uh, you come out of these doors and you turn left. You take the stairs and it'll be on the ground floor. Uh, when you take the stairs, uh, it's a spiral staircase that will take you down to the cellar. Uh, and uh, when you come into the cellar, you'll need to walk around the outside. It's kind of fiddly uh, to get out. So you come out of the cellar, and then you turn right, and then you take another right. I'll be honest, I was, I was immediately about to correct you and say, I think I can find a cellar, but I'm glad you gave me directions. I would not have found that. Thank you. Not at all. Uh, we'll see you shortly. I'll get some tea on. If your friends wake up, feel free to bring them down with you. And uh, she uh, leaves the room. I um I I get dressed. Okay. I use um uh, prestidigitation to to clean the clothes as best I can, but there's still like bite marks and the like in there, and I I do my coat up over the top to to hide it. But I I really need to make find a tailor the next time we're in some kind of civilized area. Mm. Uh, so the clothes that you uh, you are putting on actually, they, you can see where the bites were, but they do appear to have been mended to some extent. Oh, that's that's very nice of Stefania, but um, I still look down at these um, what were once were quite nice trousers and a, sh- uh, a fashionable shirt. Uh, now, um, having been um, rolled about on the floor multiple times and uh, have have ga- repaired gashes, uh, they're, they're they're worse wear is what I'm implying. Not not something for high society. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. All right, so uh, you've you've gotten dressed. No one else has awoken yet. You can oh, before there. was there a mirror in this room anywhere? Uh, yeah, there's a mirror over at the Footlocker's, just hovering before over. Before I get dressed, can I try and have a look at my own back, or is that just out of reach for me? Uh, yeah, I think you can sort sort of you get it in your peripheral vision, and uh, you, as you're trying to look at your own back, um, you hear a, a weak voice say, "Trying to see your tail, are you?" And uh, you assume it is Mark from as uh, Irina's still fast asleep. I'm, yeah, I'm glad to see you awake, Ismark. You are, you are looking well. <laughs> I don't think that I am. No, it was a horrible lie. I think we should, uh, we should proceed with more caution from, from now on. And, um, makes me all the more determined to get my sister to the safety of the church. Mm. Uh, actually, speaking of, do we have any of the symbols of uh, the Morning Lord about that they had uh, about the place back home? Uh, you don't see any symbols of the Morning Lord in this room. Uh, if you want to poke around the room a bit more uh, judiciously, you could make an investigation check. No, no, I would have liked them to be visible. I assume that's the best way to ward off whatever it is they ward off. Um, I uh, shush is marked back to sleep by. <laughs> Just 
just rest now. Rest now, little boy. You wake up in the morning big and strong. Okay, Daddy. I won't be lesser anymore. No, you're you're greater, is Mark. He's Mark the Greater. <laughs> He's asleep. Good boy. Uh, and then I uh, sneak out the door. Uh, I haven't gotten dressed, and uh, I make my way through the uh, down the stairs to the right, uh, through that door, outside, round the cellar, uh, then to the well, second left, was it? I'll tell you a bit about what you see. So you come down the stairs, uh, and you find yourself in a room full of barrels. Uh, rows of new barrels fill the room. An narrow stone staircase spirals upwards in the southwest corner, or spirals downwards for you as you spiral, spiral down into it. Um, then you turn out of that door, and then you find yourself in a room uh, that smells very uh, rich, um, and uh, you can make a nature check, I suppose. Uh, oh, uh, I can uh, apparently make a nature check. With advantage, actually. Uh, okay, I don't think I'll do better than that, but uh, plus zero bonus to it. I still got an 18. Okay, so with your 18 and uh, two and two together, where she mentioned that they supply the wines, this you determine this smells very strongly of this uh, fermenting wine uh, in these four vats that you see. Mm. Uh, and they sort of dominate the room. Each one is eight foot wide, 12 foot tall. A wooden staircase in the center of the room climbs to a 10 foot high wooden balcony, uh, which you could actually... Uh, oh, no, you couldn't. The balcony wasn't on your side. And stacked against the wall underneath the balcony are old empty barrels with the Wizard of Wines uh, burned into their sides. And the balcony climbs another five feet as it continues along. Uh, yeah, just balcony that overlooks it, basically. So if you wanted to, like, dive bomb into those vats, <laughs> you'd be able I, to. From the balcony. I don't want to do that. I'm still quite hurt. Yeah, um, wouldn't recommend it. Uh, but, yeah, you turn right and you find uh, a door at the end and a little window which seems to look into the fermentation room from the dining room. Okay. Um, I still uh, walk past that and carry on towards the kitchen. Yes. Nice. Uh, double door. Uh, the dining room slash kitchen uh, is uh, resting on a flagstone. Uh, I think this is the dining room slash kitchen, but whatever. Uh, it's a bit of a veranda. Resting on a flagstone veranda are three five-foot diameter wooden tubs. Nah, there's, there's some tables out, we'll say. Tables there, and you'll see... Um, You'll see Stefania sitting around the table uh, next to um, next to a man who doesn't look quite as uh, porcelain skinned as she, but uh, is quite ruggedly handsome with um, sort of black stubble and jet black hair as well. And uh, and there's a much older man in a scraggly green cloak. He's got this white beard and uh, sort of lank white hair and got a rather strange looking uh carved wooden staff sitting at one of the tables as well and uh there's another couple of young men who have uh, similar features to stefania but a bit more masculine i suppose sort of sitting there at the table and they all look at you as you walk in nod at you one of them uses his foot to push a chair out for you to sit down in if you'd like i i nod gratefully and i sink into the chair i say, yeah. I say uh, thank you for your kindness yeah. um would Perhaps any of you know of a uh, Madam Ava. Uh, they look at each other and they nod at you and then see. And uh, the old man says, yes, she lives in a camp not too far from here. You've ac- we've actually passed her camp where she usually frequents to get you here to the Wizard of the Wine. This is our orchard, not orchard. This is our vineyard. Sorry, I forgot what we 
<laughs> what we grew for a moment there. And that's uh, okay. I have I, I can't judge. I have a few memory problems myself. Huh, not to worry. Um uh, I'm sure the Raven Queen has a plan for us all. And that when he mentions the Raven Queen, you see some uh Raven Queen symbols around the room. Um do, speaking of things I see around the room, do I see Vlad anywhere? Uh yeah, Vlad's there. Oh, okay. Phew. I see. You didn't mention him earlier. I was like, is he is he missing? Is he going to be tied up as a sacrifice in the next room? <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 hold my arm out. Sorry? I hold my arm out for a predator handshake with uh, with Vlad. <laughs> um, Vlad uh, sort of fist bumps you. And then <laughs> I, was, I was telling them how much uh, they would like you. I noticed how much they like ravens as well. And um, one of them was talking to Queenie a lot. Um, it was hard to understand. A lot of calls and laughing. Yes, but what did Queenie say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, thank you, Vlad. You have a way of making me feel better. Yeah, I have a lot of things that you want. <laughs> uh, yes. Your your sparkling sense of humour, for one. <laughs> uh, he sits down. <laughs> That's enough of Vlad. <laughs> Uh, the older man uh, introduces himself as I am, I am Davian, the matriarch of the family. Uh, Davian Martikoff. Davian, it is uh, good to, to meet a friendly face. Uh, you, you look at his face and you're struck by uh, his features. They don't seem especially friendly, but he does seem to be friendly to you in his uh, other mannerisms. He looks quite grizzled and uh, uh, like he's had a well-worn life and says, yes, well, we need all the friends that we can get here in Barovia. Especially uh, in like when it comes to those wolves and their kin. By kin, do you mean just the rest of their pack? Yes. How many of these wolves are there? Oh, countless wolves. But not only wolves, but dire wolves, which are like wolves but bigger. And uh, those wolves are pretty big. <laughs> and I mean, did you see them? I don't know if you saw them. They were as big as a horse. Uh, I mean, the ones that we saw were not as big as a horse. Oh, the, other, they, the, the big ones must have, we scared them away. Just the little ones left, yeah. Um, uh, if, if that is what you uh, want to believe, then that is fine. But we had a pretty good look at what happened. Oh, no case. No, they, 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 were, they were all the right size, yeah. It is, there is no shame in being uh, bested by a, a pack of, uh, well, we would call five a half pack. There's no shame in being bested by a half pack if they get the jump on you. And especially if you uh, go boldly out towards all five of them by yourself. Mm. That yes. is very brave, but not the wisest thing to do. I, I think I've learned a lesson. I hope so. Because like I said, we need all the friends we can get here. And not only the, the wolves and the dire wolves, but you've also got to look out for the werewolves. So named because we always wonder where they are. Because they nods. disguise themselves as humans. Oh, I nod even harder now. I was like, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense, yeah. Yes. And in fact, um, they are humans that have been cursed by lycanthropy. Ichabod, uh, I reach into my pocket. I've got to stop referring to myself in third person. I reach into my pocket and pull out a notebook, and I was like, flick to the page that was curses. Uh, at the moment, it just has vampirism and it's underlined uh, and now i have to write lycanthropy in there as well like, oh is they there a their gifts for their own selfish gains 
isn't everyone these days? <laughs> Vlad uh, looks over. He's like, I feel seen. What? I feel seen when you said that. I can't help what gifts have been given. <laughs> oh, Vlad, uh, you're right. Uh, that was poor form of me. I apologize. Then you can't know- help the way you were born. And you notice pinned up on the notice board are lots of uh, drawings of the family in Vlad's style. Oh, he's such a nice guy, and everyone likes him so much. I, I really, I'm sick to the teeth of him. <laughs> but but uh, I, as Ichabod, am not sick to the teeth of him. <laughs> no worries. He's quite the talented artist, is uh, Vlad. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Uh, we, we very much like putting up his pictures on display in front of the larder. And it seems to make him happy. Yes, indeed. A friend told me that uh, I was not yet ready to face uh, a, a vampire in, in combat. And uh, this, well, I'll be honest. I thought maybe I was. I thought I thought they were just being a bit cautious. But uh, no, no, I, I'm not. Perhaps it depends on. Maybe you just need to readjust your or adjust your strategy somewhat. Yes, that's a good plan. What do you know of vampires? Um, they feed on the blood of the living. They don't like sunlight. And um, they have to be invited into a person's home. Well, two out of three ain't bad. But um, so that uh, the thing about the invitations is a bit of a myth. But uh, and also, I wonder if you've noticed since you've been here in Barovia. Sorry, it hurts me to speak after a while. Got this raspy <laughs> voice. But since you've been here in Barovia, have you noticed a bit of a lack of sunlight? Because I have the... noticed that. And while they do tend to stick to nightly ventures, as is their nature, um, they, uh, the sunlight has uh, no effect on them here, for there is none. So even if you catch them during the day, uh, say... Uh, you were to find them, like find their coffin or something, and then you were to pull open the coffin in broad daylight. They wouldn't be broad daylight. It would be overcast, and uh, mm. they they wouldn't like it. But they wouldn't be. Uh, it wouldn't hurt them very much. Uh, if I once again reach into my pocket and pull out my notepad, and I turn to the page that says possible plans to deal with Strad, and uh, I cross off the open his coffin in the middle of the day plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, obviously that's obvious. Yeah. The only places where they cannot enter are those that have been consecrated. For example, in Velaki, the Church of St. Markovia. Yes, that was uh, our destination. You know, the bones of of St. Markovia are buried there, and that's what keeps that church consecrated. I did not. I knew it was the Abbey of Markovia. I failed to realize it was named after uh, someone. She was a very brave woman who attempted to... uh, well, who first went to war with Strad many years ago before he himself had accepted the dark gift of vampirism. And she did beat him back from these lands for a time, but it wasn't to be, ultimately. Yes, I've heard of a, of a more recent uh, campaign by a dark robe wizard and some people of the Bar- town of Barovia. Yes, doomed to fail, doomed to fail. Why were they doomed to fail? Well, it's a bit of an impossible task. It's, it's By not, impossible, you mean really. just very difficult, correct? And not. I'm, I'm just talking in hindsight. It's easy to say in hindsight. They, like, they lost. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, tell me, what, what do you know of this wizard? Uh, not a lot, if I'm honest. 
That's it. Ah, uh, okay. Did they? I've been told he came from far away. I was hoping uh, maybe there was a bit more to it, but there might be. As far as I know, he he was defeated by Strad, and that's the end of that. Uh, that seems to be the end of a lot of things in Barovia. You're catching on quick, kid, but the Raven Queen sees something in you. Um, thank you. I suspect I shall need to sleep with a stake under my pillow. I mean, it won't do you much good if you're asleep. Yeah, but no, that's a good point. I'd, I'd best keep it in my pocket. <laughs> Perhaps you'd better sleep with your eyes open. I feel like I'm threatening you. I don't mean to. Sorry. <laughs> no, no worries. I, I, I'm just a bit tender at the moment, so I'm taking everything quite as a threat. I don't know if you know this, but I recently nearly died. Yes, we all know this, but that's why you're here. We are here to give you a message from the Raven Queen as well. Um, I'm going to let one of my children give the message because I Makes need sense. to voice the rest. Yeah. Uh, Stefania says, um, uh, yes, uh, the Raven Queen uh, has actually selected our family uh, as her keepers. We are all members of the Keepers of the Feather, and uh, we, as her children, are here to assist you in any way we can. And the first thing she would like us to tell you is uh, you need to be a little bit more circumspect in your approach. She can only restore you so many times, she says, which makes it sound like she's restored you before. Is this true? I, yes. Uh... Um, I reach into my pocket, pull out this notepad that I've been keeping and cross, uh, uh, possible reasons for memory loss. And I cross off a uh, 10 day drink spender and uh, <laughs> write in uh, resurrected by the Raven Queen. This is, would explain a lot. The wound on my back. I, um, I haven't felt hunger or thirst since I woke in a field uh, outside Barovia a few days ago. And now, um, and my memory loss, it's all adding up to um, a bad time. Yes, indeed. Perhaps you'd uh, like to be stronger than tea then. Perhaps you'd like some of our wine. Take the edge off. What time is it? How long was I out? Uh, you were out for uh, about five days. How many? Five days. Five days? Yeah. Oh, my. We're really at death's door. Yeah, consequence uh, actions have consequences. It turns out, um, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm going to take you up on that. Yes, please. Is it fortified wine? Uh, no, we have uh, we have the cheap stuff, purple grape mash number three. Um, we have uh, our mid range stuff called Red Dragon Crush. That's uh, the go to really if uh, if you can afford to keep it up, but. Uh, and we'll be off. I think we'll pour you a glass of that. We do also do a very delicious uh, vintage, uh, the very rich Champagne de la Stomp. Uh, do a uh, quick, uh, quick knowledge check. Do I know what Champagne de la Stomp would mean? Uh, no, it's just the name of their wine. No worries then. Very um, specific to Barovia. Uh, she I, you out. So I keep a bottle of the Champagne de la Stomp to the side. I will drink it upon my victory in Barovia. Oh, splendid. We do not have many left. And uh, you see, uh, about uh, 10 years ago, uh, one, of, uh, one of the gems that keep our soil um, fertile was stolen from us. 
and uh, we haven't been able to produce this vintage since. We're running out of bottles, and we don't really uh, we don't deliver them to anyone anymore unless there's a very uh, generous offer. We simply couldn't refuse. Um, and uh, Davian uh, Martikov says, "Ah, oh, it's Erwin's fault." And uh, the other children roll their eyes. I said, and they said, "Erwin was Erwin um, was on watch the night it was taken. He uh, he no longer." lives here with us that's a bit harsh um so um before we get too far away from it because i i do want to ask this question uh what what was it brothers of the feather keepers of the feather keepers of the feather what what do i know anything about the keepers of the feather uh let me so <laughs> okay. um, i mean you've got uh insomnia <laughs> no insomnia i also have insomnia apparently i can't sleep without being knocked out <laughs> Um, um, so, um, so where is Erwin living now? He lives in Valaki. He, he owns a tavern there. Not far from the church, actually. So and have we passed Kresk already? No, Kresk is much further. Kresk. So where's the, where's the abbey? I thought the abbey was in Kresk. Uh, well, there is an abbey in Kresk, but, um, I would be wary of, uh, trusting the abbot there. So there's two abbeys. Ah, no, this is where I was being confused. Yes, the Abbey in Kresk is much bigger, and um, the abbot is uh, believed to have um, is believed to be an angel. But um, there's, uh, I mean, we, we don't tend to frequent that place anymore. Sometimes we'll deliver wine down at the bottom, but uh, the the members of that area are uh, interesting. We've not we don't get up very close to them, and they don't really like to be seen by outsiders. Um, okay, so our plan was to go to Velaki, but Donovic recommended we go to Kresk. Mm. He may have misspoken, but he may have recommended Kresk. Yeah, your yeah. plan is to go to Velaki first. My plan is to go to Velaki now, because I'm still not on board with anything <laughs> Donovic says. Yeah. Um, well, at least he's thriving. Erwin, not um, the suspicious angel abbot. Huh? At least Erwin's thriving. He's a tavern owner, you say. Uh, Davian as. Uh, so he goes, ah, he shirked his duty to spend time with his betrothed. And, Who's uh, his betrothed? I don't even know her name anymore. It's been 10 years. And uh, Stefania... 10 years since you've seen your son. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have my children bring, restore you to health so you could come down here and judge me. Let me grumble at you and give you exposition in peace. Life is short, Davian. So, do you need to try to change everyone you meet? Can't you just learn the law? You've, <laughs> you've been constantly telling me about my mistakes since I woke up. Let me tell you one of your mistakes. I'm giving you advice to help you on your quest. I'm giving you advice to help you story. with your life. <laughs> 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 Stefania says, oh, it's like Erwin's back again. <laughs> every time I'm starting to like Erwin more and more. <laughs> um, it says, and ever since, uh, ever since then, we've been fending off frequent attacks by Babylon Saga's scarecrows. Three weeks ago, during one such attack, they... Sorry, they Babylon Saga Scarecrows. Sorry? Who, Babylon Saga Scarecrows. Yes, Babylon Saga Scarecrows. Are they, oh, I, sorry, I was thinking Crows by Babylon Saga Scare. <laughs> no, they're Scarecrows with uh, pumpkins for heads and sticks for bodies and straw and coming out of there. Who's Babylon Saga then? Babylon Saga is the witch. She has a creeping hut that roams Barovia especially the marshlands and it's believed she is the one that made the dark deal 
with the devil to give him his powers. Oh, I see. Right. I'm this. I feel like I really did skip a few chapters here and have now been given a quick cliff note version of everything. And I know she took our gems so she could make that bloody creeping hut. It didn't used to creep. Right. I'll put. I've uh, whip out my notepad and um, I've got a page called to do list and I or to. To, to murder lists or to kill lists and uh i write on it babala saga mm. right it's, under the, the strad stefania says as well um uh yes uh, we've got we've got a few enemies here but uh we're on your side we are we are the keepers of the feather we are the raven queen's children we bear her beautiful gifts but also um as allies if you could assist us by delivering some wine on your journey towards Valaki, that would be most appreciated. Not only so that we might um, gain a bit of a boon for our business, but this we here at the uh, Wizard of the Wines are the the um, fermenters of hope in Barovia. I like that. That's good. Mm. It is only this that gives people any sense of joy. And... You've mentioned it multiple times. What or who are the keepers of the feather? We are the keepers of the feather. <laughs> we are the organization that um, uh, that believe in the Raven Queen and bear her beautiful gifts. And then you see uh, in the rafters above you, you see several uh, um, like a, several ravens assembling. It's about to say a murder of ravens, but I think that's right. It's murder of crows, isn't it? It's but, murder of crows. I like murder of ravens, though. But I think it might be like tower or something. Yeah. So a bunch of ravens assembling in the rafters as she's uh, telling you about the keepers of the feather. And then some of them flap down and morph from tiny ravens into uh, humans. Uh, apparently, very- an, uh, a collection of ravens is either called an unkindness or a conspiracy. Oh, right. Well, it's conspiracy of ravens. Uh, several of them flutter down to the side of Stefania and morph into humans as well. Uh, with very similar features to to Stefania and the rest of the family, like uh, uh, pearl white skin, black hair, etc. And um, they all remind you very strongly of the Raven Queen when you saw her in your image. And uh, this is the vision, not image. Speak, but we are where ravens. But as you have been chosen by the Raven Queen, we trust you with this secret. I I will take it to my third grave. <laughs> yes, and if you prove yourself worthy, perhaps she will offer you this gift herself yourself. May I have a word with Vlad? Uh, yes, you may have a word with Vlad. Uh, and uh, Vlad is currently scrawling away at another picture. And as you approach Vlad and sit down at the table, he looks up at you and then he reveals the picture to you. But we're going to call that <laughs> a very lame cliffhanger. That's the cliffhanger. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Um, I, I was... Uh, all right, no worries, that's fine. You have to remember for next time because I think we've uh, gone over, gone a bit over time, and it's about time to call the episode. No um, worries. How was the session for you? Uh, roller coaster full. Mm. Yes, I'm certainly going to be a bit more careful in combat from now on. Um, I am glad I had uh, one get out of jail free card, and certainly won't happen again. Well, so, I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, this wasn't what I had planned. <laughs> so uh i was um uh yeah i was very much expecting you to uh just kill a few wolves and then go and talk 
going to go and talk to um, Madam Eva, <laughs> but they've really got off to a good start, those wolves. Yeah. With yeah, their high they initiative. They were stopping them once they got going. Yeah, their high initiative and their critical hits and stuff. Mm. And having one target to focus on at a time. Yeah. yeah oh, well. Really the ideal situation for them. All uh, as well, uh, <laughs> except for uh, Irina, low strength targets and easy to knock prone. They certainly are. And you never got a chance to use your inspiration from uh, from the previous week. So we'll no, say that right. carry over. I don't think I said the said the bad word. I've said it a couple of times. I know that, yeah. but I don't think I've caught you doing it. You have. You're allowed to, though. Um, cool. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that, listeners. I've been Tony from Two Copper Pieces. I've been Elephant Bear uh, from uh, Elephant Bear and Elliot. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Uh.